What's going on, guys? Welcome to Season 2 of the Sword Art Podcast. I'm the host, Shark, and today I'm joined by... Me, Chris, slash Takao. And me, back. <laughs> We've got some uh, interesting, t- interesting topics today, won't you say, guys? Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so, I mean, we've got some uh, topics on A, the current front lines, some special events that we've had. Uh, we're also going to do some, since this is the end of the month, well, the last Saturday of the month, we're going to do a, a shout-out to our March donors. Uh, we'll also discuss some 3.0 status and have time for a Q&A at the end. It sounded like you said our March stoners. <laughs> Hey, people hey, people choose what to do with their lives. I don't decide. So you're shouting out to Dom? Maybe. <laughs> uh, fun times. All right, well, fun since this, since this is the uh, first episode, either one of these two can claim to be the special guest or the co-host. What that what they choose is up to them. They We're could negotiating. Also, hey, they could be part of those March stoners, if you will. <laughs> what if I don't want to self-identify as either? Well, then I guess we just assumed your gender. That is your uh, that is your right as an American. It's a God-fearing <laughs> American. 2017, everyone gets offended. <laughs> you triggered GIFs on standby. Oh, I just said GIF and I didn't mean to. I meant to say GIF. GIF, GIF, you know, it's all the same by this point. Go. Oh. So, uh... What's the current status on the front lines we have there, guys? Uh, I think people are still trying to find the boss room. Yeah, they're running through the labyrinth right now. And what, because what, they all what have floor different is that? Threads. Uh, 21st, I think. Searching for 20, 20 or 21? We haven't got to 21 yet, otherwise we'd have T3 gear. We're on 20. Yeah, okay. okay. So we're working to the 21st. Correct. What have who have been some of those major uh, adventurers to find the 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 dungeon? Uh, off the top of my head, I know Zandra Hikoru. Uh, off the top of my head, as I scroll down through the scouting threads, uh, Macrodon, <laughs> Say, Beat Shield, uh, Beat Box. And then Taco and I tried to steal the the mini boss. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go over? We got close. thread looked like it stalled. We got close. <laughs> well, uh, their thread hadn't been posted in like a week, and so things were stalling. Fair yeah. enough. So, how close are they to finding that dungeon? Because I know you have um, to search for map fragments. Well, if uh, all eight of or all nine people that were scouting had made one thread, it would be done already. But because they made like eight or nine different threads. Uh, I think we have uh, one of the five map fragments fragments that we need. So um, there's a couple of them that are getting close to finishing, though. So, so, so who's who's getting close to who's getting the closest so far? Um, from what I can tell, uh, looks like most of the threads are stalled out on Tuesday, well days. Uh, Hikoru and Zandra, they're close to 20. Uh, Shield, Beat, and Say. There might be someone else on that thread, but 
uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Uh, they're at 23, so that's probably close. Uh, Macrodon's probably getting close to maybe. Okay, so how how much until how many fragments do they need, or just by guess? Four. Oh, wow. And it's only you only get one per thread. Uh, you get one per player per completed thread. thread. Okay, so then so they they can put together their of them in one thread, they'd be done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that also depends on everybody posting and not stalling things out. True. Yeah. That'll help. So what um, in terms of events, uh, do we have any special events, or is there a boss raid that's <clears throat> like a monthly raid that's set up for next month, or there what's, are what's the deal on big that? Big changes. Big changes coming to monthly boss raids because someone not going to say any names taco did not <laughs> did not keep track of the new monthly boss search mechanics that were developed i had to go back through a lot of discord chat to find them but i did but uh, monthly bosses yeah whoops <laughs> wait wait no sorry don't blame taco thanks calrex um <laughs> Um, but we're going to start running monthly bosses similar to the way that floor bosses are run. Players are going to have to complete search threads, kill X number of loot, uh, loot strength monsters, and whoever completes that first and succeeds in the search, based on the new rules that are going to be implemented starting in April, will be given the monthly boss information, or at least some of it. Then they can run a planning thread, and people can start using planning table bonuses and all that for the monthly bosses as well. Uh, for April, Ari and I have cooked up a two-pronged boss fight based on both of our familiars. So there will be a giant lion and a giant bear to fight. Interesting. Sounds like it'll be a tough battle. And we've cooked up new uh, new damage table mechanics to that should because neither Ari nor I are exactly math people. Ari is much more so than I am, but that should prevent one-hit kills like what happened to Izzy hmm. in the uh, bullfight. Speaking of Ari, uh, I realized there, or I noticed there was some kind of situation with the Rovian Wars event. Do you know what's happened with that? People getting their booties kicked. <laughs> uh, I think it was a little harder than people were expecting it to be. So uh, I think that most people have actually fled from the event, which is kind of interesting, to be honest. Oh, wow. I don't think we've had any uh, any big-scale raids where uh, we fail. Hmm. That so. could also potentially happen, depending on how things go with the April monthly boss. Everybody that's listening, you've been warned. <laughs> there is a strategy notes. involved. Level up and make sure you're... Uh, you have the correct amount of armor and health pots, right? Get good. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, anything else that uh, you could tell them about events or quests? That uh, we've been cooking arise? up another event that's still kind of on the back burner. Be a multi, multi, uh, multi-part, multi big story type event, and then. Last year there was talk about the Goblin Wars, um, 
we're working on that a little bit. And by we, I mostly mean me at the moment. And I'm still kicking around the idea of a campaign floor somewhere that would bring everybody up to the front line floor for one full floor for a okay. few events. That'll be pretty cool. Also be a nightmare to plan. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Just because it's, it's going to be a lot of work. Thanks, Calrex. <laughs> Hashtag blame Calrex. Uh, so we've yes, had... CRPGs, uh... Obama. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So we've had a uh, good amount of donors, haven't we, in the past uh, month. Yeah, Aaron's swimming in his bathtub full of money now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you guys, enabling it. So, uh, for those who don't know about donations, would either of you care to explain uh, what you can get or how to donate or what just what's the overall deal with donors? You can actually get some pretty dope stuff. Um, Nothing game-breaking, but good things. Yeah, it's mostly... Uh, the thing I find most appealing is uh, you can get a housing plot on any floor. Which is why I have a house on four now. And which is why I have <laughs> one on three. Self-proclaimed uh, king of the fourth actual... and third floor. <laughs> yeah, you can actually get uh, uh, fully furnished and created buildings and mansions and stuff too. Which is pretty good uh, because uh, the coal grind can get pretty difficult later on. Which helps if you want to get a bigger house. That's very nice. Um, and speaking of houses, I've had a lot of questions about what is a furnished house. You guys want to care to answer that? Uh, given that I just did mine, a furnished house would be... Um, well, the only way to get that that I know of at the moment is either to use coal or to be a top-level donor. Uh, but you'll get a three three room first floor, three room second floor, and basement. Is that right? Sounds right. I'm not uh, looking at it. Attic. Well, there. Yeah. Right the, yeah. Yeah. I went with basement, but uh, furnished means that you get all the furniture that goes with it. So each of those rooms would get a small chest, or if you went with a kitchen for one room, you'd get a small cabinet, uh, beds for bedrooms, showers for bathrooms fireplace for living room and it feels like I'm missing one more piece of furniture in there somewhere uh, but f furnished means you get all the extra junk that goes in the house within limits that's kind of nice you get all the stat boost items basically yeah that's that yeah that sounds really nice so I mean, a nice little boost yeah and I mean, especially with each of each, uh, the the amount of SP boosts you gain increase per tier you go up. So that's that's kind of nice. Nothing too game breaking, or as you said before. So it's not pay to win. It's just pay to have extra content, really. Pretty much, yeah. You can just and uh, with. those SPs still require that they're used in a thread. So yeah, you know, it's just like, not just yeah. free. Yeah, you're not just you to do the work. Right, SP. there are some requirements that need to be met, and that's all set out in the donate the donation announcement, or follow that to the thread where we have everything exp ex uh, explained. So that's pretty nice. Yep, that's the one. Now we 
I'd like to give out a shout out to those donors for the, the month of March. We've had Atso, uh, Anthium, It's All. Uh, I'm gonna probably butcher this name, so apologize. Is it is I Z Z R I K L? How did, how would you have to say? Some, I just call him Izzy. <laughs> Izzy, and then Percival is on the month of donation, and with that you get uh, so I mean you just we put out updates every once in a while and tell you what's going on and give you like the kind of like the first look at what staff has been up to or anything that uh, seems like it could be an issue or something with donations. We'll put that by the monthly donors and see what they think about that. And then Tier also donated. Uh, so that was it. I, I thought that was pretty neat. Especially with yeah. the whole scenario that happened previously. And then uh, Ro is a huge donor this month. And he is the top donator with $75. So that's huge. Big spender. Yeah. Absolutely massive. So I mean, we're, we're what, gener what generously What Chart's not telling you though is that Ro donates all in pennies. <laughs> that way he can fill up Aaron's bathtub of money faster. Yeah. He mails them in socks. <laughs> uh, so, um, we have it listed down here in our in our uh, Google Doc that, Taco, you want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the work of 3.0? Yeah. Uh, with the time skip discussion, a lot of people seemed interested in uh, the leveling mechanics that we're introducing. Um, for those who don't know, uh, the major selling point of 3.0 is the change from uh, stat or stat points, skill points being used to determine your level to experience. And uh, what this will do is it'll let us uh, fine tune the balance of that a lot better because uh, it, it was too centralized on skill points, having them determine your level and your skill levels and all that. But with uh, using experience as an independent variable, uh, we get a lot more leverage with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So then what? XP is yeah, also, also just, it's a more standard RPG yeah. mechanic. It makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Storyline standpoint. A lot of the uh, changes we're introducing in 3.0 are kind of shifting the site to a more... Uh, I, I hesitate to call it canon because I hate that argument, but uh, more we're RPG trying to make things feel, feel more like uh, how you would interpret them in canon. So that's good. Make it a, uh, give it a, give the players a more uh, canon-like feel per se. Yeah, quote unquote immersive experience, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Slen, what? Uh, okay. Um, so I hear uh, you're doing something with crafting as well. Yeah, so crafting's changing up in a really cool way. Um, because a lot of it is still uh, being finalized, I don't want to give too many details on it, but um, crafting is going to work uh, more on an upgrade basis than just flat out uh, roll this, get this. What I mean oh, by cool. that is... Um, oh, I don't know how much I want to give out. Uh, basically, you're <laughs> gonna, it's bit. basically starting at the bottom and moving your way up. So it's going to make uh, stuff like uh, the uncommon and rare equipment, those Useful. are going to become more viable. Okay, pretty interesting. Yeah. And for those of you doing the March monthly boss fight, 
I think I can give this away. I'm Go the one that made it anyway. Um, one of the items that everyone in there, except for Izzy, because he died, will <laughs> receive. Rip Izzy. Rip Izzy um, will receive is something that will help you with upgrading gear a set number of times. And so when you receive that item, that's what it's for. It's a 3.0 thing that we're getting shoved out the door a little bit in advance as a bit of a teaser for the crafting changes that are coming along. Yeah, a little bit of hmm. test in the waters, so to speak. Pretty cool. And then, uh, Taco, is there, do you have any idea of uh, when 3.0 may drop? Possibility? <laughs> um, next year? Next uh, next three years? <laughs> uh, our projected release is... Uh, it's part of his great leap, great leap forward. <laughs> now, um, a lot of the big stuff is actually finished. We're trying to go through and make sure all the guides are like coherent, because one major issue with the guides right now is you can read one thing, scroll down, read the complete opposite, and you're like, okay, which one do I go by? Yeah, like uh, intercepting threads to help uh, someone in a solo party is one of the things we had just recently. So we're trying to avoid any kind of misinformation there. Right, because I know that uh, previously there were some issues where we were all not really on the same page in terms of staff because yeah. guides said different things. So that yes. brought a lot of confusion between us. So with that being worked on like is really this, good. They're like this patchwork skeleton of years and years of rule changes and and you know patches and all this stuff. So 3.0 is going to be like tearing them down, writing them from the ground up, fixing all that shit. <laughs> so that'll be good. Yeah. And then, um, anything else you wanted to, you want to talk about? Um, well, you to go back to ask that, questions about story stuff if you want. Well, I do know one, well, well one real quick, one other question that, uh, I was asked to, to bring up was what about the pros and cons? of the time skip floor jump. I know it's been so, talked about, but is there anything that we haven't mentioned on the forum? Um, well, just to go over what was said, uh, the cons of the time skip were brought up by Shield and I don't know, I don't know his name off the top of my head, Amarith, Amarith, something like that. But uh, there are two guys that are really focused on story, which I respect a lot. And uh, their major issues with it were, oh, Beat was included in that. Um, uh, it, it kind of, I don't want to word this, because it skips a lot of floors, a lot of people that actually want to experience that don't get to, which, you know, that's a very valid argument. Another one was, uh, it which kind is of one of the reasons people, I'm against it. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> forces people to uh, progress their characters in a way that maybe they weren't expecting to or they don't want to, which is, again, a very big factor in that, which I can completely agree with. But the pros uh, go back to the leveling system. Um, because we're using EXP, uh, we're also introducing levels to monsters, which are going to standardize their stats a bit so that people can't kind of fudge those in their favor. Um, and the level of a monster is going to correlate to the player's level and the floor level. So if you are uh, like me or Calrex or anybody else that's way, way above uh, where you should be, um, you're going to progress a lot slower because you're going to be getting a lot less 
experience because the monsters available to you are all going to be way below your level. So you're not going to be able to progress in the same way that you have been. And the reason uh, the time skip was brought up was because uh, the current floor is going to limit those low-level players a lot lower than we want them to be. And we kind of wanted to bump that up a bit so that people weren't going to get stuck at that uh, that like low threshold there. Yeah, because I know it is tedious to get up and past levels. Yeah, and with, a lot uh, of time. How, with how floor clearing works, it's a very slow process, even at its fastest. Um, I think at, at its fastest, we cleared like six seven floors in a year oh geez uh, with that was with uh delays though so oh, i don't know why i said at its fastest but um well because i mean that with the delay it's been pretty it's been quick on our standpoint but not quick yeah. on the community point um before the zell and dom pks we were doing about maybe one a month and then that continued maybe a uh, couple months after that, and then there was like a dead zone, and that's where we've been. So, mm. uh, hoping to pick that up, and you know, if we're going too slow, we'll do something about it. We're not going to be like, hey, you know, it's your guys' fault for not doing this and this. But uh, at the moment, it is because all you guys have hundred different scouting threads, and if you had just had one, it'd be done already. But you know, that's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not a team player. <coughs> Everybody wants to be the cool solo guy. And there's not even really that big of a reward for it. So. Yeah, I mean... I mean, uh, personally, would uh, if we go ahead with this time skip, what uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. It's going to have its ups and downs, you know? Uh, the time skip is primarily mechanics focused, which I don't particularly like, but it's kind of a uh, necessary evil in a way. Yeah. What about I your am strongly, I am strongly against time skip. And I completely understand that. Like anybody voting no, uh, I completely get that. Yeah, I'm no, I'd, saying, the, like, uh, I definitely don't want this to seem like I'm trying to burn you at the stake on it. Uh, that's I, it's all good. Like, like, any reason is a good enough reason to say no. I just, I'm trying to make sure that people make uh, an educated decision on it. Yep. I'm against it again from the storyline and the the character development yeah, I totally sides of that. things. Uh, also from the, from the staff side of things as well. <laughs> because if we do this skip, and we skip to what, floor 30, maybe? Uh, 30 would be like the max, like the upper echelon of what we skip to. But then... The uh, me and my minions, Lemon, Hick, and Ari, we have to come up with a mess of quests quick. Yeah, yeah that is going to take a lot sports. on the quest development, the content development team. Yeah, and that's a lot of stress on that. Names and generalized stats. Well, not necessarily stats, but at least names and generalized mechanics for all the bosses from all those floors that were defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Say this is boss X, this is boss Y, this is what they did. So one of the questions just brought up in chat was about the unique skills. Anything you guys can talk about them? I want to state this from the outset because I intend to pursue a couple of unique skills. I have done absolutely 
nothing with them. I do not know how they work. I do not know their stats. I do not know what you have to do to get them. Do not ask me. I do not know. No yeah. metagaming, metagaming bad. Uh, yeah, Mac has been completely left in the dark by his own volition there. So uh, the only people that really know anything about it are me and Balder. Uh, and let it be said that, yeah, real quick, let it be said that no uh, staff, if they want a unique skill, they can not know anything about the unique skills. And I They don't. are being completely left in the dark. The only information they have is information that will be released to the players. Like, it will be completely public. They hear the same time as the rest of you. Yep. Uh, uh, they're getting a first look, obviously, because they're looking at the balancing aspects, like the stats and stuff. Um, but that's all going to be publicized, so everything that, you know, you know, your average Joe staff knows, uh, your average Joe player will know. The only thing that's going to be kept uh, from both staff and players is uh, the requirements and how they earn gone. one yeah basically how you get them and then we are as far as i know if it hasn't been done already with unique skills we are taking away the ability to transfer them between players which has been a thing in the past uh yep that is uh, you're yeah, actually, we that, took that away a while ago because that yeah that's weird i don't like that i argued against that very vociferously with the previous staff, I was not in favor of being able to transfer those skills. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's out the window. Um. The other question that I hear in chat, on Discord anyway, fairly frequently is, is Sheeptar coming? <laughs> <laughs> and, Again. and you laugh about it. Sheeptar failed the first time, and, and a large part of that is on me. I just got busy with Life and the thread stalled, and trying to launch it in the summer was uh, just a bad idea. With the, uh, with an event that was story driven like that. So, in answer to the questions about sheep tar, the sheepy xenomorph, the lord of all the sheep. Yes, sheep tar will return. It has not been decided yet if he will be a monthly boss, an event boss, or a floor boss. I've got to completely redo his stats because they're ridiculously weak with the changes that have been made to the system <laughs> since I went on hiatus. Um, I want to stress that Sheep Tar is going to be obscenely dangerous for anyone to fight. You will need a group. Oh, yeah. Because I don't often design bosses that are intended to necessarily eliminate players but Sheeptar will be designed with the goal of killing at least one or two. Ooh, so, so people better watch out that or That is be something to think about. It is something to hoard your buffing items for, and it's something to consider the strategies involved with fighting Sheeptar. But Sheeptar will return. And at the moment, I'm thinking, probably as an event boss. <laughs> Interesting. Not, not as a monthly because the goal of the monthlies is to help get good gear into the hands of the lower level players. Yeah, because I do know a lot of the high, a lot of the higher levels are just leaving the lower players in the dust. So that that'll be good yeah. to try and uh, bridge that gap. Speaking yeah, I... of speaking of that topic as well, uh, there's been some concern, or at least some people have voiced concern about Heathcliff. Um, 
essentially what they think uh, stealing the last hit bonus on Nato in the uh, in the Asterios fight. The item drops for both Nato and General Baran are level locked. What that means is that for Nato, the last hit bonus is level locked level 1 through 24. If you are above level 24, then you cannot receive that item. It will default, and this is giving away who's getting it, but so be it. I'd rather head off the argument at the pass now. Yeah. It will default to the last eligible player to receive it. And anyone can go through the thread and see that the last eligible player to receive that item is hidden. I am not going to tell you what the item is, but hidden is the one that has earned one of them. Ooh, um, congratulations. Nice. So congratulations to hidden for that. Um, General Baran's is level locked to level 1 through level 40. So if you're above level 40, even if you kill him, you can't get it. It will default to the last, last player to hit him in that level range. That's kind of good. And then the one, the one for Asterios is not level locked at all. Although, I think staff will probably make the executive decision to not give it to Heathcliff if Heathcliff gets that last hit. Yeah, simply for agreed. the reason that Heathcliff is a staff-run NPC for the most part. And if yeah. Heathcliff gets it, then the item will never be used. Hmm. Which would defeat the purpose of having created it. Yeah, a little bit. There will also be, as I've stated earlier for, uh, for the Asterios fight, one item related to 3.0 that will drop for everyone. And I think you'll be happy to have it. Uh, and then the... <clears throat> The requisite SP rewards, coal rewards, and uh, materials rewards. Hmm, interesting. So that'll make for a good uh, a good time, and then hopefully we'll br uh, bridge a lot. Yeah. So I saw two good questions. Uh, <laughs> one, will Oikawa return? And I would. Love to have him back. Yeah, I love. I mean, he dude. left staff on good terms. It was just he just didn't have time. So, if he, he wants to return to if he wants to return to staff, that's fine. Um, yep. Um, I know I was one of the ones that was pushing for him to come back to staff after he left left the first time. So um, we'll see what happens. And kind with of that. pushing him to come back. So yes, I'd be happy to have Oink back. The other question was uh, someone was asking about weapons and what features we're using to balance them, and. Uh, Balder, uh, and someone else, I think it might have been either Ariel or Beatbox or somebody. I might even really pay attention to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could give credit where it's due, but I, I don't know offhand. I just know that Balder was working on it for a while. Um, introducing cooldowns to sword arts. And I know it's, it's probably an iffy thing uh, on the surface, but... The it will eliminate it the energy us... system. Yeah. The things <clears throat> it lets us do with sword arts is awesome because uh, one-handed weapons have uh, shorter cooldowns. Um, Two-handed weapons have longer ones. Uh, we've managed to... What's the word I want to use here? Um, we have two different types of DPS now. We have burst and we have sustained. Uh, okay, it was beatbox then. Um, burst... <laughs> I, I thought it was, but I didn't know off, I didn't know offhand. Um, uh, burst damage is good for uh, grinding 
It's good for quest bosses. Uh, basically, any situation where you would need to do a lot of damage quickly. Okay. But, uh, like, for things that drag on, like event bosses or uh, floor bosses or stronger quest bosses, you have sustained damage, which does more damage over time than burst does. Uh, we're also looking into making martial arts, uh, sword arts, able to be used with one-handed weapons, which uh, makes up for their lower-end cooldowns. Which is pretty it also fits hmm. in better with the overall story with, uh, with from the light novels and the manga and everything with the way that they're depicted being used in conjunction yeah. with one-handed weapons. Also, as far as like the actual balance of the numbers go, we have been so meticulous with them. Uh, it's almost, you know, it's it's ridiculous <clears throat> how meticulous we've been. We've got just spreadsheets and so many numbers. And by we, Taco Cat means him and Balder, not me. <laughs> yeah, I've I've linked it in the Snapchat, so I mean you have. I don't understand it, but I accept it. Yeah, it, it the actual balancing part is just a mess, but uh, I have a theology be... degree. I don't have to know how to use math. <laughs> yeah, it'll all be it'll all be uh, really easy to read. And Leave that new to the format for the people. sword arts, and mm. you know. We're getting rid of all the, the silly descriptions that are bad, and we're getting rid of the uh, the number times number, like the hit multiplier times hit count thing. So that's just going to be a flat percentage, and the description will tell you how many times you're hitting and all that stuff. So we're really cleaning up that aspect. So one of the other ones that came up was uh, talking about the pros and cons of using one-handed and two-handed weapons. What do you guys plan to do with that? Uh, well, the main pros of the one-handed weapons are lower cooldowns with the system, uh, the ability to use martial arts. Um, of course, you still have the ability to use shields, which is their main, you know, right. main appeal. Easier attack and uh, defense. defense. Yeah. So, it, the people that say that you know, uh, why take a one-handed weapon for damage if a two-handed weapon is better? That's absolutely true. If you want to be the best damage, then you take the best damage weapon. Like, that's inherent. You can't really... Which should always be two-handed axe, just so we're clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure you'd like that. Um... <laughs> Max actually wants a dual-wheeled axes. <laughs> Build two-handed axes. But yeah, um... One and give one to Chewie, so triple-wheeled. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta do your uh, unique skill thing where you hold the people, and then, then they wield the axes. <laughs> Give a unique skill for dual-wielding shields, then I equip the dual shielder characters, and then we put Taco and Xandra on my back as the damage dealers. Tank, <laughs> Wonder Tank powers activate. <laughs> He's yeah, it's a two-handed assault spear that, uh, that Ariel just mentioned. That's going to be the two-handed burst damage. So that one's going <clears> to <throat> be really good at uh, dealing a lot of damage quickly. Okay, that's pretty neat. So, I mean, there's, yeah. it sounds like there's some good changes that are coming up soon. Yeah, we also have um, uh, some interesting auxiliary effects for some of the weapons that'll make them a little more enticing to take. Uh, off the top of my head, Dagger and Warhammer are two of the ones we have so far. Okay. You mean there'll be people other than Hikoru using one of those two weapons? Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, Nam asked, which weapon is most optimal? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I bet he did. Um, <laughs> who asked nice that? thing about the system is it depends on what you want to do. Uh, AoE is good for farming. Burst damage is good for clearing, uh, like, low, mid to, like, mid-high level quest bosses. Um, sustained damage is good for raid bosses, event bosses, higher-end quest bosses. Um Warhammer's going to be good against people with mitigation. Dagger's going to give benefits for people using stealth. Uh, what was the other one? Um, no, that's what I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, so, depends on what you want to do. Pick your poison. Seems like everything's starting to get a little bit more specific towards what kind of way people want to build. Yep. So that's uh, good. Character uniqueness. That way we don't have carbon copies of everybody running around. Pretty much. Oh, uh, we're going to be redoing a lot of the enhancements too, which are going to broaden that uh, that area of the builds. Yep. Stealth mechanics. That's a good one. Um, so for a very long time, stealth and search and detect have been like, they're supposed to be, or at least in my opinion, they're supposed to be equal. But uh, when it comes to search and detect you have to spend a considerable amount more to uh, match stealth. So you have to have uh, an equipment slot, two mod slots, and a GM skill to match stealth, which uh, currently just requires to be GM'd. So the plans there are to bring stealth in line with search uh, and to kind of give some leeway on that, we're getting rid of the way that tracking instantly uh, instantly reveals people that are stealthed. Um, and we're also probably going to get rid of uh, the uh, what's it called, the automatic attack or the uh, the instant hit or whatever it is. Hmm. So uh, stealth is also going to play a much larger part in. Uh, different ways of going about quests. So maybe you'll have uh, a quest where you have to defeat X amount of enemies to get to the boss. And you know maybe with stealth, you don't have to defeat those enemies. Or you have to do this, and stealth lets you bypass that. So stealth is going to find itself uh, included in mis missions. And quests, a lot more. Okay, that's kind of nifty. Because I know there was a whole big uh, issue with with uh, Hicker's build with, around uh, oh, what, Shadow Path. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Shadow one. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Path is uh, it's a little more viable now. Um, all the unique skills have been brought in line. So, uh, unfortunately, for all you kids that want Dual Blades to be some, you know, magic Zell. missile. <laughs> if you want it to be Zell level. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, it's not going to be like that anymore. It's much more fail. Uh, breathing required dice rolls at 3.0. It's always only for, required only dice for you. rolls. Uh, you know, I've been on staff constantly to, re to enforce it, but they fight me every step of the way, and it's really disappointing. <laughs> fight you about what? What am I fighting now? Breathing requiring uh, dice requiring rolls. Requiring rolls, dice rolls to breathe. <laughs> That'll make some for some inter interesting uh, role plays. <laughs> that's a that's a little uh, little hick meme there we got going on. Does does the survival skill mitigate the need to 
roll to breathe? Uh, maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Remains we'll, we'll to be seen. We'll figure that out we got later. That up safe. We have we have to keep some air of mystery around 3.0, implying that you know we haven't. But yeah, I think uh, dual blades their times 27 went down to like a times 20 or times 23, which is I think still it's a times list. Oh, yeah, it's it's better. It's better than the other sword arts. That's good. Well, but, uh, for that. Dual Blades is going to be, like, advanced burst damage. Hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. I guess no one in Discord wants to ask questions about story stuff. I'm just yeah. going to stop well, making Well, I have heard that uh, some people have, like, wanted, uh, st- like, kind of like a uh, story mode, or per se. Um, like quests that build off a story. Uh, we've got that. we've got some of those. Uh, Ari's Arabian Nights uh, string comes to mind as an example. Uh, That's a, the, that quest is a great uh, stepping stone in that direction. The uh, the dragons, the ten dragons. What's that one called? The one that Beatbox made. Dragon Anthology. That's the one. There's another example. <clears throat> I'm still on part one. Um, but I would... in term in terms of story stuff, what I'm leaning towards trying to do is taking a floor that not much is known about in canon and putting together a combination of the Goblin Wars uh, event that was uh, that has been suggested in the past with uh, with the idea of a cam of an actual campaign on the floor. And so it would be one contiguous story for that entire floor that would bring everyone together. And there'd be certain levels of, of enemies, because essentially what it would boil down to is is uh, the adventurers or the players fighting the equivalent of an army. And it's where I can bring my degree in history and actually use it for something at least fun, if not necessarily profitable. Um, <laughs> but building an army, for example... Uh, a goblin army for the players to have to defeat. You'd have goblin skirmishers out front that would be lower level bad guys that the that the lower level players would need to address. You'd have the equivalent of goblin frontline soldiers that might be just scratch in the beginning of tier two in terms of the way the system works right now. Because hmm. uh, I'm I'm not fully up on what what 3.0 will do. Yeah. And that would be your level 25 through about 35 players. Um, you might have a few elite goblin units or knights that your 35s through maybe 50s would need to deal with, and then you'd have the goblin commanders that would need to go and be dealt with by the extremely high-level players. So everyone would have a set job that needed to be done. Um, and I, I'm kind of testing that set job that needs to be done in as in the Asterios fight okay. this month as well, hmm. uh, it didn't work <laughs> quite like I had hoped. In part because in part because Izzy got one hit quit, which by the way, that was not supposed to happen. I did not realize that Izzy only had vanity gear, <laughs> so I assumed yeah. that, that mitigation would prevent any one hit quits, but. Anything below 20 points hitting a player um, above level above level one is almost pointless damage oh, because geez. of how much mitigation you can get with perfect gear. Wow, that's insane. 
Yep. <laughs> so, um, I'd go and so as... that's why we procked Heathcliff as well. That yeah. was one of the uh, one of the requirements for procking Heathcliff in that fight was that someone had to die. <laughs> eh, it happens. <laughs> probably wouldn't be a right, a correct fight if someone didn't die. And next, Heathcliff is probably going to proc against against Asterios because the frontliners are actually going to struggle, I think, to, to eliminate the king. Yeah, possible. Uh, recently, I yeah. saw in Discord a lot about the story of Death Adder. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, just trying to watch, follow along with that. Yeah, and that's DFF uh, Tomas. That's my boy with uh, the palm-ass name. Uh, Death Adder is a story NPC. That's a that's a character in in universe, but uh, you know it's an NPC in terms. Um, he's the current holder of dual blades uh, because of yeah. Um, and he is the leader of a quote unquote PK guild. Um, I didn't really want to introduce one this early on, but you know why not? Tease it's fun. Bit. It's cool. Um. And yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, you know, when I start getting into that, I'm going to be opening up a lot of opportunities for people to kind of join in and take a part in it if uh, they're interested in doing so. Yeah, Recently, I talked to Aerith about it because he made a status about wanting to do something with PK guilds. Yeah, speaking of PK guilds, uh, on the topic of guilds in general, uh, I heard there are some changes or like enhancements you wanted to make to give guilds more benefit. Yeah, so that goes back to the leveling system. Um, at the moment, the only real benefit of a guild is uh, shared inventory in a guild hall, which, I mean, whatever, really. Um, but with experience, uh, when you're hunting with a guild party, you know, a party made up of guild members, you'll be getting bonus experience. So you'll be leveling up faster with your guild mates. So it should encourage more people to like stray away from the solo path, which... I think, you know, that's that's pretty in line with canon. Yeah. Uh, and it or should give people... Those solo players here and there. Yeah, it should give people incentive to join up guilds. You know. That's pretty cool. And then, um... Oh, there was some other... One other thing that just came to mind that I completely forgot. Um... I don't know. I... Oh, well. So, I mean, sounds like everything's moving along really well, and we can expect a lot. Yeah. Bipono is going to be, uh, awesome. gonna be pretty hype, my friends. <laughs> and then, um, is there a estimated time on when they could start seeing more of the unique skill information? Um, the, but the original plan... With those, I think was to pop them at floor twenty or twenty-one. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. That's a that's a u- unique skill dev question for Taco, but that's what it originally had been to pop them at the same time as T three gear. Yeah, they were pretty much going to be locked until twenty-one because of various different reasons. Uh, right now, we're kind of deliberating between. Uh, I don't know why I said deliberating. I don't think that's the word I wanted to use. We're trying to decide whether uh, we want to release them one at a time with a certain uh, a certain method of getting them or if we want to release them in bulk. So far, the consensus seems to be releasing them one at a time, but uh, we'll see where that goes. In truth, I fall between those two camps. 
I say release them in batches of two and two or three. Yeah, um, you know whatever we just to do. So there's more than one going at a time, and you don't have twenty or thirty players all trying to get the same thing at the same time. It just right. turns into a race, and it from a from a game and RP standpoint, it in my opinion, it lowers quality. Yeah, yeah we don't want everybody like, just flooding one rumor, but it's found. Uh, for people wondering about uh, whether or not money, like coal, is required to get them, uh, that's not the plan. I really have no intention of making any like anything like that. Uh, you know, expending more resources than somebody that expends none, for instance, might give you uh, some information that they don't have. But um, it's not going to be, you know, pay X to have access to it. Like anybody that wishes to pursue them will be able to, you know, regardless of whether or not they have a lot of coal or materials or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it, but, you know, you'll have just as much opportunity to. Yeah. So I have seen some questions about throwing weapons as well. Can we expect that to drop in 3.0? Um, I'll tackle this a little bit first, talk if you don't mind. It's something that I have, that I've messed with a little bit and thought over a little bit. I would like to create throwing weapons, not necessarily as a standalone independent class that could be done, um, just as a I'm only a throwing weapons character and that's all I do. Um, but within within the light novels, within the progressives, we do see some characters that are standalone uh, throwing throwing weapon characters, and we also see throwing throwing darts that are used. Um, my thinking, and this is, I think the first talk is hearing of this too. So, hooray for that, right, talk? Oh boy, who I like, like who being like, caught who off likes, guard about these things? <laughs> who, who doesn't love being caught off guard? Um, oh yeah, totally. And the reason, well, and the reason I haven't said anything really before now is because it's all still very nebulous in my mind. But essentially, um, you'd buy stacks of throwing darts, and they might uh, do one of a handful of things. And you'd have to pitch them. You'd require a, a the necessary BD roll for accuracy to see if you hit. But if you hit, it might do something like a paralysis effect or a one-term uh, mob damage ner- temp damage nerf or something that might do uh, the same thing but lowering the mob's mitigation or something like that. Something that's a minor effect. But if you stack it with uh, team mechanics, it becomes something fairly useful. Okay, so that's pretty cool. They are being worked on, which is a neat uh, neat little information there. Worked yeah. on might be a bit of a strong phrase. They're being thought over. <laughs> well, still, theorized. worked on, thought over. The idea yeah, is uh, shaping, coming together. I know there have been so many staff members that have like come up with good ideas. Uh, Ariel had a really good idea for them. Um... I just said so many, I can only name Ariel. But uh, you know, we, we have a different, uh, a different. We have a lot of different approaches that you know we could go. Uh, one thing we were thinking about was making them a bit like martial arts with the cooldown system, which would be that uh, they're either something that exists alongside with sword arts or uh, outside the system, but benefit sword arts in a way. Um, another way. 
we were thinking about doing them was giving them certain benefits for use, uh, like like Max said, giving them auxiliary effects or uh, making them hunter oriented. So like you get bonus to LD if you kill them with a throwing knife or something. But uh, it's very, in the, it's just in the theoretical stages of development right now. We're trying to figure out the best way we want to go about it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, if it really comes down to it, we'll probably leave it to like a site boat. We'll pre- you know present them with a couple uh, prototypes and see what people like the most. Yeah, that's always good to have. Yeah, because I know a lot of people have been interested in those. And then I saw Ari put it up, up in chat that you can remind people to, uh, well, that they can submit ideas for content quests and events such via the support ticket system. And oh, absolutely. numbers aren't going to be an issue as the four team will take care of that. Yep. That reminds me as well of something I wanted to state before I forget again uh, because I'm old. I'm not a kid like Taco and Shark. Um, <laughs> a young buck. Young blood. Young, young buck. Um, one of the donor things you can get is a quest if you don't if you donate enough uh, enough money. You can get a quest specifically tailored for yourself and a group of friends. When you want to redeem that, the person that you need to talk to is me, or Ari, or Hick, or Lemon. We're the ones that will be working with you to create those. Um, there will be some balancing issues that will be run through the whole staff, of course, to make sure any rewards from such quests are not game-breaking. Um, so, for those of you with dreams of a, this is my special quest that no one else can take, and with it I'm going to get a plus 150 damage, plus 10 accuracy weapon. Sorry. No. We will not let you break the game like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Bummer. Mostly because it, it's Taco's fault. Um, he won't let me do things like that. Yep. I'm the big bad Hitler with the chain. He's back in line. You're the big bad Hitler with the spreadsheets. Yep. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> but um, for those kind of things, uh, you will run through uh, one of the story, one of the uh, floor creation team staff members, which is one of the four people that I just mentioned. And then if you want one of us to actually play NPCs or something like that within the framework of whatever quest you decide you want to do, uh, we can probably work with that and do that as well. Um, just You'll have to be patient. I know that I stay pretty busy both on the forum and in real life, and I know that Ari is likewise very busy, as is Hick right now and Lemon, um, just with life things. And so yeah. if that's what... Be patient. It's not something that can be just done overnight, but rest assured it will be a quest that only you can do. Um, And once things like throwing weapons and all that come out, if they come out, like, as has been said, they're being worked on, um, you might also, we might also be able to work with rewards around those, whereas, um, just as a random example that is not related necessarily to anything that's being done, a stack of throwing darts might normally be five, but perhaps you complete your your uh, only for you and your group quest, and it gives you access to a skill that increases your throwing dart stack size to eight or nine or ten or something like that. Okay, that's pretty something cool. Not necessarily game breaking, but something that would be 
worthwhile. Worthwhile and only a handful of people would have. Um, and that's, again, just a random example of something that might be able to be done, having not talked to Taco or the rest of the GMs or the rest of the staff about it. We'd have to see how it worked within the mechanics to make sure it wasn't truly game-breaking, but that it was something that still provided a tangible advantage. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty cool. And then, uh, just to note that the economy system will be expected to come back with the 3.0 guide, so that's a plus. Yes, oh, the yeah. economy system is, is is excellent. I like that system a lot. Um, it's cool. It makes tracking things a lot easier. Yeah. It makes not gaming the system a lot easier, too. Very true. <laughs> yeah, because then it's uh, all right there. And then I'll, I'll pop this question on Taco, because I like hitting with just random trucks out of nowhere. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Poor guy. This is, this is kind of a system question. It's also a, a dev question, though, for 3.0. Um. With consumable items, potions, crystals, etc., um, what are your thoughts on requiring those items within journals and whatnot to be specifically thread-linked to the thread or the post where they were received, like we do with dice rolls? That well, would make tracking those things much easier. Yeah, um, I th- that was uh, something that Ariel and Bother came up with. Um, it's using roller IDs to track their creation. So um, that is something that I would love to actually include because like mooking consumables and stuff uh, is a big problem. I know it is. Um, just lost my train of thought. Yeah, if you uh, wait long enough, it'll come back. You'll have time. <laughs> Yeah, I like that idea. I really like that idea. Um, I think it could use a little more development in the stages that uh, I last saw it in. But uh, with how crafting is changing, I definitely think that it could benefit from doing something like that. Um, I just know there have been issues in the past and uh, raised by players and complaints and whatnot about people not always being the most honest with uh, their consumable usage. Yeah, it's really hard to track because it kind of implies that uh, implies wasn't the word I wanted to use. It kind of requires staff to have a good read on the person that was using the consumables to begin with. So you kind of have to have a, an idea of how many they should have to have any kind of suspicion arise from it. Um, it kind of it's harder to do that with uh, the people that have consumable based professions like cooks and alchemists because you can pretty much assume that they're creating a steady flow for themselves and that uh, it's just it's too taxing to be suspicious of everybody all the time yep I chose the wrong profession <laughs> yeah um, that's a cool thing about uh, 3.0 crafting that I'm going to hint at uh, who knows uh, how many crafts you might be able to get yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll just come out and say it. Um, you might be able to take multiple crafts. Um, we're not sure how we're gonna limit that yet, but uh, the system is in place for that to uh, for that to be a thing. That's gonna take a lot of farming. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna enable crafting builds to be a thing. So you know, you're not just gonna be, or you don't have to be just a blacksmith guy. You know what that means, knights. 
It means all of you are going to go farming, so I always have mats. <laughs> Speaking of mats, uh, I heard there's going to be, well, there's the thought of a general merchant coming. Yep. So uh, there's going to be a couple changes that require a general merchant, which is going to create a, we're, we're trying to create a lot of coal sinks. So uh, some changes to crafting, specifically crafting attempts. Uh, that's going to be a coal sink. Um, General Merchant is going to have some... Uh, it's going to be a quality of life type thing where uh, the things it sells are going to make certain activities a lot more convenient. Uh, so that's going to be another coal sink. Uh, houses, guild halls, all that. You know, coal sinks. A reason for people to... Uh, Start using coal instead of materials. Okay, that's pretty interesting. So trying to encourage a monetary economy instead of a trading economy. Yeah, that is, that'll be good to have. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the lack of needing coal is one of the reasons why I gave all my coal to the guild. And now I have none. Yep. <laughs> so. Or at least I have considerably less. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. So I mean, if, hopefully, if there aren't any more questions from the chat or anyone, we could start to wrap up. So we'll give it a couple minutes, because I know that the stream is from when it's actually streamed to when the user sees it is a little bit behind. Yeah, a couple seconds. Not too bad. Yeah. I'm not sure how many people in the awkward uh, silence. I'm not sure how many people in the Discord are even paying attention. Probably not many, but Ari know, is. there's eight. Yeah, well, she's also act or Ari's active in chat too, so that's a good. Yeah. So, uh, with just a question, personal question for you guys: What are you most looking forward to with 3.0? The guides being fixed. <laughs> Standardization. I hate, yeah, I hate, yeah, a lot of standardizing. Um, I hate how all the guides are like conflicting information, and one person can just go down the guide and read three different um, three different blurbs of information about the same topic but are completely different. I really don't like that. Yeah. Yes. I've had some conversations with some players about things that are not necessarily the clearest of things. Yeah. Um, regarding mechanics for for uh, the way not battle healing, but regeneration works. Yeah, enhancement, going to enhancements is going to be a big thing. So. Speaking of regeneration, the issue that I shared with you about that proccing once per monster that hits you talk, has that been patched yet? Um, I don't know offhand. That is a question for uh, our buddy Calrex. I blame Calrex for not being here. Thanks, Calrex. Yeah. Guys, is constantly it's a tyrant, you know, just constantly keeping us down. <laughs> For anybody that's listening, that there's none of the joke. It's a, it's a joke. I don't actually hate Calrex. Yes, as far as he knows. Just, just to be very clear, we joke about the thanks Calrex thing, but yeah. we don't actually have any problems with him. Also, just everybody, uh, look forward to 4.0 when uh, SORPG uh, does a full conversion to Google Sheets. I'm really excited for that. You know, I'm putting a lot of work into that. So I think that'll be pretty cool. 
Yeah, we are going to try to shoot for the podcast every week. Um, if not, they'll be once a month. We'll see who all is Speaking at that of point. every week, next week I won't be here, Shark. Okay. I'm traveling, so I will be out and about, but probably not doing this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, Tak and I will be on our own, and then we'll probably invite uh, one of the viewers or one of the you members. Get Cal. Oh, no, not Cal. Not Cal. Anybody but Cal. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Get Aaron. Uh, maybe. Because I know he's busy with his kid. So. Get Aaron's kid, too. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe All Aaron. Family. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. Balder. Get Balder. I'm signing everyone up. All right. Works. <laughs> Everybody in the Discord channel. Uh, congratulations, you will be on the next podcast, whether you like it or not. Uh, so look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe his idol would be fun. Who knows, if he's around. <laughs> can already, um, I can already hear him sweating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, for those of you who do not know, we are on Discord and... As you can see in the bottom left-hand corner, there is the join link, so you could enter that in and join the Discord group. We have officially moved over from the Skype group, so this will be a lot better. Rest in peace, Skype. Yeah, rip Skype. Discord's uh, taking over. Discord's taking our jobs. (laughs) Uh, Trump warned us about this. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> the robots uh, have taken over. If anyone never, never sees me again, it's because Dom has killed me and left my body somewhere. Oh yeah, you are meeting up with Dom later today, aren't you? Yep. Probably so him and Zell can jump me and steal my wallet. Don't bring Jokes wallet. on them. I don't have any money. Just <laughs> take your wallet. And take your your SAO account. You guys aren't you in Texas? No, I'm in Kansas City. Uh I was gonna say, just you know, bring your uh, your government issued shotgun with you. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Standard government. Well, Kansas is an open carry state. Is it? Yes, oh, it wow. is. That's pretty oh, nice. interesting. Very, very interesting. Oh, I need to work <laughs> on my dead panda. <laughs> if I want to appear <laughs> on the podcast. All right, all right, we'll take all your bills. <laughs> as long as they're uh, they're for profit. No taxes, obviously. Yeah, we don't do taxes. We just take money and pay for everything. <laughs> Embezzle. Yeah. That's who you guys are. SARPG is a giant pyramid scheme. Get a uh, get Dom. That would be, be funny fun. if it was a pyramid. If it was just a pyramid scheme. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Is <laughs> it the crowdfunding thing for Aaron to actually swim in a tub of money? I bet you that's what he's doing. He's probably watching the stream. And then just swimming around in his tub and bunny. The tub <laughs> of singles and and uh, five dollar bills pennies. and some pennies. A lot of pennies. <laughs> so I mean, he's calling you out, dog. He knows. Hey, he's there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's all been me. I'm the dummy who puts their money in. 
of a tennis RPG. Yeah, what's going on with that? I heard heard something about. Yeah, I don't know much about SAO tennis. Uh, Nom created probably one of the best things ever. It's uh, <laughs> I think he uses like vaguely uh. What's, I don't know how I want to word this. He uses uh mechanics that are like a normal SARPG and he made tennis with it. Uh, that's pretty funny. It's great. It's the best <laughs> thing ever. Wow. <laughs> Have you either of you participated in that at all? No. I mean, I I barely roleplay at all, to be honest. But some, uh, some folks great. are saying they can't connect for the podcast. Hmm. That's sad. In Discord, anyway. Well, they'll have the recording, so... Yeah, I'll publish the recording as soon as this is over. Well, that's but... not going to help Sewell, or Sewell, or however you say his name right now, is it? Oh. Thanks, Calrex. Uh, Screw him, Thanks, right? Calrex. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. If he can uh, see the ones in the uh, on the SAO channel, then he'll be able to watch this one in a little bit anyways. Yeah, just post a link in Discord. You can find it. Yeah, I'll work on uh, oh. trying to make this better. Ari says that his character's name is pronounced Seal. Seal? S-E-A-L. I thought it was like Sale. The Seal of Approval. Are there six of him? Does that make him Seal Team Six? Ooh, good, good question. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> check, out, check us out at the forum. Ari, that's check not very nice, on, uh, but it's funny. Discord. Check, uh, join in the community if you haven't already. We're we're loads of fun, as you can tell. Yes, we are. Mer- we are much fun. Come join. <laughs> any <laughs> any last remarks or comments you guys want to make? Uh, you kids make me want to cry. Kid, the numbers will always snappers. get a shout out. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I guess right. uh, if you guys don't have anything else to say, I guess that wraps it up. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2 of Episode 1 of the Sword Art Podcast. and Hopefully it was better than Star Wars Episode 1. Yeah, isn't everything? Uh, yeah, well, Star Wars Episode 2 eight. wasn't. <laughs> Good point. Or 3. <laughs> I don't know, 3 was decent. I wouldn't say it's the best. Yeah. Potatoes. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a uh, calendar event on the site, so you can go ahead and drop some feedback there if you like this. We'll look to do more. But until then, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. See ya. Later.